0: Well, Tim, uh, that little bit just made me laugh that they're not going to find out about, but we're back Um, and it's getting cold, mate.
1: Winter is here, Mark. Look out the window. It's it's 4.30. It's almost dark. It's stopped raining, but it has been raining and it's very cold. (laughs) Just to let people know, they probably will work out exactly when we've recorded this because
0: we're not reaching double figures all day.
1: No, I looked at the weather, <laughs> the highs for the week, and I think it was like 7, 9, 9, 9, I think 10 one day later in the week, and that's it.
0: So I suppose the obvious elephant in the room, there's probably two that we could talk about today, and I know that you're keen to talk about one of them, but one of them is, we've talked about it a bit before, but what do you do in winter? Do you not list your property for sale or rent, or do mm. you still do it, what what? What things do we have to take into um, consideration there? And, of course, the other elephant in the room, which I know you want to talk about, is, again, people know which day it was when we recorded this because we've just had another 0.5% rise in interest rates.
1: Mm, which one do you want to do first, Mark?
0: Well, maybe we'll do the interest rate one first. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: So interest rates went up today 0.5% in you know, regards to inflation going up. That's their trigger to try and control that. Um, so it is now, I'll just check, but I'm pretty sure it's now 0.85% is the official cash rate. I think yep, you're right. That's Tim. right. Yep. So what does it mean to buyers? Again, if you've got a $500,000 loan, it's about $133 a month.
0: Yeah, now the interesting thing about that, Tim, and I'm going to show my age here, because I remember my first house, I was paying seven and a half percent interest rates. So we're talking about yeah. an interest rate less than one.
1: I bet I bet your loan wasn't five hundred thousand.
0: No, it wasn't. But I think I think some perspective has to come into the market that they were the, the rate was an unbelievably unrealistically low level that hasn't ever been seen before. Yeah. I mean, and I believe it's been since uh, it hasn't been a 05 percent rate since about twenty twenty. I think.
1: I'm probably completely wrong, but I think the long-term average is like seven or eight percent, or something like that. I'm not so sure, but yeah,
0: and I would be saying to anybody that's been looking out there, if you if you're actually basing all your decisions on a on a rental, or sorry, on a interest rate of like under one percent, well, then you probably have been poorly advised.
1: Yeah, keep in mind while that it's zero point eight five percent in real terms. You're saying you like to use. You know, interest rates, a lot of people would be paying probably around about 3% now.
0: Yeah, that's right. And, you know, and I think that I've always had this magical figure in my head that I'm buying property, you you think of 10% because that way it's probably not in this modern time to to get back to those historically high things that I can recall as you cough into your coat so that the audience doesn't hear it. (laughs) Sorry about that, mate. Um, But, you know, but I think. We're really just getting back to a normalcy in the market.
1: Yeah, I mean, when they're so low, realistically, they can only go one way. But it does have an, does have an effect or an impact. I mean, you know, we say $133 a month, but there was you know, 0.25% last month, so you know, that's 60 so, you So know, it's probably $200 a month more than where people were a couple of months ago.
0: Yeah, so it does have an effect, but yeah. you would hope that people have taken that into account when they've had yeah. these historically low situations, and maybe they've paid down if they've been had a loan for a while. But I think also that it shouldn't stop you looking at real estate as a purchase if if that's something that you've got in your kit bag that you want to do.
1: Yeah, and we, I will say, Mark, we don't try and hide, the, hide what's really happening here. Like, the market really has slowed down in the last... Two Months. Like yeah. It's amazing how quickly it really has, has slowed down inquiry levels.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting too because I know that you, in a little chat we had prior to the podcast, you were mentioning that there's a lot more listings in place than there has been for quite a while.
1: Yeah, so if you go on Ballarat greater region, you know, which is a, it's a bit complicated, but say 30k radius of Ballarat. Yep. You know, and there's all sorts of stuff in there. There's new homes and all sorts of stuff. But type in Ballarat into com and hit enter. And if you did that, say, in November last year, you probably would have had about 650 properties to look at. Yep. If you, and that's a fair, if you, but that's a fair yep, place.
0: But yep. we understand that.
1: If you did it today, you'd probably have about 1,150. So it's not that far off being double the amount of properties on the market.
0: Yeah, which also probably explains the fact that, therefore properties might take just that little bit longer to sell. Yeah. Not necessarily going terribly much backwards, but no. will take extra time because there's not a hurry yeah. for per- for a person to finish that transaction as there has been in the
1: past. And the and the queues, I can remember people literally queuing to get into a door yeah. at an open home. They're, you know, they're no more.
0: Well, we, we often had to have extra staff on it at open homes because of the fact that you had to process them in that period yeah. of time, which, you know, but normally... Normally, if we look at, the, you know, say the last 10 years, you probably have never seen those sort of numbers that we've had recently. Yeah. And we'll get back to something that's much more normal transactional yeah. situation. I know a very well-known real estate agent that uh, sort of mentored me for quite a while said... Gee, must, he must be old. He's very old. He's very old, older than me. That, you know, at any one time in normal market marketplace, that one in 10 houses is going to move every every um, mm. year. So when you work that out, you know, we've been in a very unrealistic situation. So what does no. it mean, really, Tim?
1: Well, and what do you do if you think you're thinking of selling or buying your home, I suppose? Well, you know, it's like a lot of the time, Mark, uh, people sell or buy a home because they need to because they've had kids and they're upsizing, downsizing. and We speak about it all the time. They've moved jobs, whatever, So a lot of those things will still transact. Buyers at the moment are, you know, holding a little bit. They're going, well, we're a bit uncertain. It's just uncertainty in the market. Yeah, I think that's true. Whenever you've got that.
0: And we also came off a period of an election period which traditionally slows the market and then speeds back up again. But that's been followed by an increase in rates straight away. But I would suggest that most people, when they think back, and you hear these stories, like I talk about my first house, you know, I paid... 14500
1: for it. Yeah. Yeah. It seems ridiculous now. So time will heal all of these things. And, like, so, for instance, you know, the media probably doesn't help somewhat. Like, last month it was the first month that both Sydney and Melbourne had a negative month for for ages. But I think Melbourne was down 0.7% and Sydney was down 1%. So... You know, a million dollar home in Sydney is now 900, nine hundred and nine thousand nine hundred dollars. You know 000. what,
0: it's not a lot. No. It's not a lot. It's
1: ten thousand dollars less. Yeah.
0: Oh, so nine hundred and
1: ninety thousand, there you go.
0: So realistically, what do you need to do? And I suppose that comes back to the, the next part of the interest. It's also bloody cold in the middle of winter. Yes. So what do you have to do?
1: Well, Mark, before COVID for two or three years in a row, so not the last two years, COVID's been a bit weird, yeah, but so before that, things. for two or three years in a row, August was my busiest sales month.
0: See, it uh, Makes yet, no sense. And yet people will tell you, you must wait for the good weather, you must wait to, for everything to look great. And particularly with you doing lifestyle properties, you know they look great in springtime. But August is not really springtime.
1: No. So it's like we spoke about before, Mark, the best time to sell is when is when you're ready because it's buyers are a cycle so if someone sells their house today believe it or not properties are still selling oh absolutely um someone sells their house today they're not going to go well i'm going to wait till spring to start looking (laughs) they're going to start looking tomorrow at what's on the market and by spring they'll have bought one
0: yeah and i think going back to the like using the two subjects we're talking about together you're not nice. likely to be selling it next year either. So by the time that if you've bought one, you're going to be waiting a period of time, and therefore the market probably has gone up and down a little bit in that period of time. Yeah,
1: and another thing we've spoken about heaps of times before, Mark, is you know let's let's say the market drops. I don't know, choose a number: five percent, ten percent. So, so your eight hundred thousand dollar home's now worth seven twenty. Yeah, that's it's ten percent, whatever you then. Go to buy has probably done the same. So if you were then going to buy an eight hundred thousand dollars house, you're going to pay seven twenty for that. So you change over cost. It's buying and selling
0: in the same marketplace, yeah. isn't it? So it, and probably those people have been been trying to get into the market, and the market's been so hot, it gives them an opportunity to get into the market hmm. and therefore stake their claim. And it's as we've also said, it's not where you start in real estate. It's not the first home you buy. It's where you finish.
1: Yeah. So. And if you look historically, you know real estate does go down sometimes. We find here in Ballarat, we seem to be a little bit sheltered. Either way, we don't seem to have the massive dips when you know, where capital cities might. They're normally no, not massive. No, it's, it's but a we much don't, more stable. But market. we also don't tend to have the massive upswing when they go up. We normally don't maybe quite get to the peaks that they get to.
0: But if you look at our local market, there's some positive things that are going to insulate a little bit, in my opinion. It is only an opinion. It is an opinion game, yep. really. And that is that unemployment's considerably low. People have the opportunity. We've we've got land that's absolutely accessible and being built on so fast to, in the past that you couldn't get onto it. And therefore, there's infrastructure coming to the town. So hmm. that will insulate us to, to some degree.
1: And if you bought a property more than 12 months ago, I understand a lot of people have bought one in the last 12 months, but if you bought one 12 to 18 months ago... It's probably worth twenty, still worth twenty to twenty-five percent more than what you paid for it. Mark your phones ringing. Yes, but notice it's on silent. I can hear it,
0: and I can tell it's also from from the front desk, so that's okay. But I, I I thought I might probably in the second part of it, let's just mention a few things that you might not consider important if you're selling in spring or summer. That you might want to do to your property mm-hmm. in winter. Things like if there's a spot where the drainage blocks up, I think it I think it would make sense to make sure that that drain gets cleaned and cleared.
1: Try so, not to have surface water. Clean your gutters. Yeah, really important. It all seems
0: obvious, but it's
1: surprising
0: how many times.
1: Another another thing that's really important in winter is have the house really warm. That. So especially if you're having that especially cool. if you're having an open home, you normally set your heater on I don't know twenty two. Put it on twenty six yep. because what happens is people come in from an outside freezing cold and they want to go boom oh wow all of a sudden this is really nice. By then they might be hot. That doesn't, doesn't matter. That and then and then we push them back out in the cold, and you know that, <laughs> <Yeah>. that's that's <laughs> their and, issue. And,
0: and bear in mind in the winter we're more likely to ask them to remove their shoes. Yes. so You don't want them to get there on a cold floor and feel horrible about.
1: And the other thing too, with an open home, often the door's open, so you're going to lose a lot of that heat very quickly. So you want it cranked up. Yeah. You can't really have it too hot in winter.
0: No, so they're obvious things, aren't they? But people need to think about those things.
1: Make sure your lighting's really good because, like, even, you know, today, as we said, Mark, it's 4.30 and it's dark and it's dull. (laughs) Yeah. You know, there's a reason why we turn on the lights on because it makes the house feel bright, clean, bigger all those things
0: yeah and, and things like that have a look at your lighting it yep. might be that simply putting an extra light in in a hallway can make a huge amount of difference yeah for the sake of what it's going to cost for your return so it's actually thinking about what would i like to see yeah if i was purchasing this house because by then one of the things that i think people should know is what they why they bought it in the first place how do we replicate the reasons why I bought this property?
1: Yeah. But I'd see some benefits of winter, like especially, you know, out in the country where I sell a lot of properties, like you can't beat a wood fire. Like there's an right. ambience and a feeling about that, that that helps sell the house. Now, it's pretty hard to have your wood fire running in, in February.
0: And you'll never get that in summer. You won't, yeah. Because there's an uncomfortability about yeah. it. That in winter, oh, you know, you can make it feel great. Yeah, The old-fashioned, the other thing that you can do too is... If you're still living there, if it's sort of vacant property, mm. you know, make something, have it just coming oh, out of the oven.
1: I sold a house. I still remember in uh, Ross Creek once, and I got to the open home, and it was the typical Ballarat day, and the owner had put a, like a big pot of soup on, and she's oh, like, oh, and she's left a heap of cups, like Tim, you know, give gives people soup. Yeah, I don't know how thing. that went with you know, <laughs> like. Um, serving and food standards Possibly and all those not. things. But yeah. I tell you, everyone liked it, especially the agent. I loved it.
0: And, and look, yeah, cool. we've probably got away from those common sense things because we've been told not to do stuff yeah. like that for COVID. Yeah. However... There is nothing like that. Walking into a country property, which is what we deal with a lot yeah. of the times, and getting that beautiful soup, mate. mate it's just—I I must admit. Can next time you have one of those, can you call me in? I'd, I'll come and I'll come and do it with you, mate. That's perfect.
1: I'd say it'd be seven years ago, and I can still—I <laughs> can clearly still remember it.
0: But what does that say? How many transactions in the last seven yeah. years would have you been? But you mm. still remember that one soup. That whole idea, make it memorable. Yep. You know, I've just um, There's one that I've got. Um, we had some guests on earlier this this year um, regarding staging. Yes, and you know, I've got one that's about to go on the market right now that we've had sta- had them stage, and the difference is incredible because it makes you feel like walking into the property. Yeah, feels so same. it's all those things. You know, it, you may not have the capacity to have the property staged Mm. but think about it you know do you really need to have all the shoes out at the door
1: yeah (laughs) mark the we spoke about the sales side of things has really slowed down it has what's property management doing
0: well it's still really tight here in ballarat so ballarat's at 1.1 percent yeah so it's to put that into perspective it's never been it's historically low.
1: Well, I think you know they used to always, anyway, unless it's changed. Three percent used to be a balanced market.
0: Absolutely. So at this point in time, you have the opportunity again. You want your property to look better than somebody else's. Get good applications because that's the aim of the game with property management. Get good people in.
1: So, so my math hasn't been going very well this evening, but so essentially one point one percent for every hundred properties that are leased, there's one point one that's available.
0: Yes, yeah, so I always you, you can round that realistically. So out of a hundred rental properties, one of them are available right now. Yeah, which means that you know there's a lot of people out there now. What what happens in a market like that? You do get some, they used to be called landlords, they're now residential rental providers mm-hmm. as we know. Some people think I'll take advantage of that and I'll put my price up to a stupid level. Yeah. My thing is have your price set where you'll get the best applications and encourage those people to inquire on your property and it's doing very, very well. So the rental market, it's interesting. It doesn't ebb and flow as much I think as the sale market mm. so there's always somebody who needs a new home whether they it's because they've had to move for work not all work appointments done in spring
1: they're sick of their parents yeah <laughs>
0: exactly and and in the circ- circumstance we've had right now there's a lack of probably new bills because of the delay earlier on yeah. in the year and last year because of covid <coughs> So those properties that would normally come onto the market to be available haven't necessarily been stepping onto the market, yet there's still the demand, even though, so there's that opportunity still to exist.
1: And if you're a tenant or renter, as they're called now, go back two or three episodes and listen to Brooke's tips about how to fill an application. Absolutely really important. Oh,
0: she was a star, wasn't oh, she, Brooke? Yes, And I think that's really important. though. No, you need to set yourself up to be
1: different. So... Mark, you're clearly an economist, clearly you're not, but <laughs> no. if interest rates go up, you know, they might go up a bit more, that's the expectation. Do you think it's going to have an impact on rental market? Do you think you know, rents? there'll be pressure for rents to go up for people to... You know? Well,
0: Look, there's, I think um, there's, there'll always be investors that are probably a little bit close to the bone that will probably want their rent to go up. But at the end of the day, the market sets the rent, and the market will set the rent due to availability more than any other factor. So, and there's always people that need, need, a, need a property to live in, so people need a home. Yeah. So, uh, in real terms, I think the market's fairly stable when it comes to the rental situation at the moment.
1: Do you think we had some sweeping changes, I don't know, it might be 12 months ago, it might be more, about minimum standards for properties. Yes. And... You know, some, some owners decided that was the time to sell, you know, rather than spend money on it, the market was really good. Do you think that has put pressure on the amount of available homes? For- there, there
0: is no doubt. There was a uh, probably a rectification, I suppose, where properties that landlords have probably not done anything for too long and they weren't, they weren't made to improve them, they were forced into it. So the decision was, do I do that or do I sell? That took a chunk of properties out of the marketplace. What it did mean is that properties became better standard that people have got. But i go one further, which is really interesting. Going back to our winter thing, you know, I had, over that period of time, there was a number of people saying, oh, but it's okay for them just to have any sort of heater, isn't it? Now, we're now in a situation, I actually had... To sit down with a few Melbourne landlords and landlords from mid-state and say, "You've just got to remember that the prop that the temperatures that you might be freezing at in the morning—that's our maximum sometimes that we do get days like today. It's seven degrees, you know. So, where a little electric heater might work in one property, you know, I, I would encourage everybody to, again to think about that." Central heating. The main reason that tenants will move out of your property is because the heating is not up to standard in Ballarat.
1: Ballarat's cold.
0: Ballarat's cold. But, mate, I think. Um... That's pretty good. I was, just,
1: I was just looking, quick update for the miners Bitcoin, 41,000. So, oh. I don't know what that means, but I think it's down a long way from where it was.
0: I, I, I think it's a big crash, or I hope our miners haven't been into Bitcoin. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Now, I must admit, it might be you know that, that the cave dwellers uh, in in our listening audience might be pretty happy that they're underground right at the moment. I don't
1: know how it works. Is it warmer down there? Well, I, don't, I don't know I, I feel it like is. it's cool in... I don't know. I'm not going to say because I just don't know. Anyway, I should know. Uh, let's hope they're listening,
0: as always. And Send uh, in.
1: Send us in. Send, let us know what the temperature what is, what is underground. It like underground? And does it move much? Yeah, exactly. I assume it doesn't.
0: I'm assuming that it's probably more... More even
1: humid, maybe. Oh, that could be. be that could be the case. Could I imagine, mm.
0: but mate, I think um, I think that's probably discussed What's going on in the market at the moment?
1: Yeah, I think that's a pretty honest sort of assessment of what's happening.
0: Yeah, it's been great to uh, chat to you as always, Tim.
1: If anyone wants more in depth advice, send in some
0: send in some questions or
1: call us, text us, Facebook, anything, Instagram. <laughs> whatever whatever, especially whatever senior, platform
0: Especially seeing you're the social being, being that you are now mate but, Something uh, like that I think we should let them put people out of their misery And say goodbye for this week
1: See you next time Mark You too Tim Bye